Welcome to episode 82 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I are covering chapters 19 through 22 of Tracy Wolf's Court. And in this episode, Grace and Hudson and Macy and the gang head to the Witch's Court. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We're back for episode 82. Which, because we weren't here last week. No. Nope. We can't tell you why yet. Nope. We'll tell you later. It's a secret. Some <laughs> we'll tell you. You this is that's a good reason to continue listening to the podcast. Yeah, you'll find out in f- five episodes. In five episodes, there will be a reveal that you must wait for. Which around that time, you know, that's probably about the time that we will be Cherish. doing our Cherish episode. Yes. Well, we could save it for the Cherish episode, then. Yeah, yeah, that that would be fun. That would be fun. Let's do that. So when Cherish comes out, which it's coming out later this month, um, Amber and I will be reading the entire book like we've done with Charm and Court um, and doing one episode completely dedicated to the whole book front to back. Um, So you guys can look forward to that. If you, for any reason, are unable to get Cherish right when it releases, which is on May 30th, 30th or 31st? 30th. One of those days. Because I'm pretty sure that there isn't 31 days in May. I think there were. No, there are. Oh. It's one of those days. That rhyme is useless. Yeah, one one of those one of those days. If you're unable to get Cherish when it first comes out, or if you you just aren't able to finish it, you can skip our Cherish episode um, mm-hmm. because that will spoil everything. And then you know you can just come back to it when you're ready. We did the same thing for Court. We did the same thing for Charm. It's just a way for those of you who do have the book and you're dying to talk about it with somebody, um, or you know you you want to hear. I think mine. we also try and um, make sure that like even our spoilers, we don't really say any Court or Charm spoilers for a f- good few weeks after. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know, we know. We know that releases are going to be different everywhere. Um, as- oh, yeah. Especially if you speak a different language. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of you don't even have court yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, just keep your eye out for that. Skip it if you need to. We'll make sure that we have big disclaimers. That way you're not blindsided if you accidentally just turn that episode on, not paying attention, or if it like plays next in your Spotify playlist. Um, That way you can skip it. But let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. We're doing chapters 19 through 22 of Court. And there is only one spoiler. However, this spoiler will ruin a big part of the end of court so if you are reading along with us and you haven't finished court you might not want to uh stick around after you hear the wolf howl because um i think that it's probably it's it's like the big moment for court yeah and it was one of the things that tracy teased yeah yeah as well yes though tracy kept saying that court will have a betrayal court will have a betrayal so if you don't, because wanna... we, we thought about Maurice, we were like, "Oh, cool! Like that's that's that done." Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not done. I knew, I knew that Maurice wasn't going to. I was, I knew that it couldn't be her because it was it's just too early. Yeah, it was like right at the beginning of the book, <laughs> straight off the bat. <laughs> but then I'm suspicious of everybody the whole read through. I'm like, who is it? Who yeah. is it? So, <laughs> um, 
Okay, so last we left off, Hudson and Jackson were, like, destroying Catmere Academy to bring down the entire building on the wolves that had attacked our little Catmere gang. And uh, Eden had just pushed Grace through Macy's portal, and Grace was freaking out because Jackson and Hudson were still behind at Catmere, bringing the building down. So we uh, start this chapter with Grace spiraling through a portal, and we learn something interesting about portals that she's never brought up in the past. Yeah, she says that like each portal has like an almost like an essence of the witch or warlock who created it, and Macy's have this kind of rainbow esque. Yeah, well, I, I I wrote down watermelon sugar because of. <laughs> Yeah, she said that it was like a sugar, she said it was like a sugar high going through the portal, which, you know, if you're actually terrified for your life, it's probably not very fun to go through like a colorful, fun kaleidoscope portal. It made me think of, you know, in like uh, Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. When you're through the tunnel. Yeah, with the dragon boat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think of when you're like, like, this could be fun and we're in a chocolate factory, but this is a really weird man. He's he's singing really fast. Scary, scary. Yeah. That was, you know what? First, the actually original movie, I thought that scene was terrifying to me. Yeah, creepy. So with the Oompa Loompas, pretty terrifying. Uh, Something about Johnny Depp doing the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory didn't really compare to the absolute terrifying like ambience that took place in the gene wilder yeah it's the whole thing was just scary but um (laughs) but yeah um so grace falls through the portal um and she's first of all she's mad at eden but eden's like chill dude like hudson and jackson will be fine and they're They're the two most powerful wood like bad powers in existence they'll be fine yeah, and meanwhile, like, Catmere Academy is falling down piece by piece, and Grace is, like, looking through the portal, still able to see. And I just thought it yeah. was funny. It reminded me of, like, um, oh, the the paintings, like, in Harry Potter where you can, like, see, like, if, if somebody's, like, walking, you can see them, like, approaching. And I'm wondering, is it like that? Is it, like, looking at somebody through a paper towel tube, or is it more of, like, a mirror? <laughs> And is it all rainbowy? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really imagine it in any concept. I think that, like, I think I just kind of saw her as like walking, looking down like a wishing well. Oh, (laughs) oh, you where there's like a like a distance to the water, and you can kind of see your reflection in it, but it's really distorted because it's so far away. (laughs) Hello down there. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) But I just have this like image as well. It's like there. They're all really concerned about Flint and Hudson, right? Flint and, and Hudson? They're Flint, like, no, um, Jackson and Hudson. <laughs> and I I think that although they came in a bit, like, scathed and bruised and battered and a bit like, that was a close call, I like to think that they're having just a little bit of fun. Like, I don't think that they've had a chance to have a fight where there was no consequences to just destroying it like none of their loved ones were nearby the the catmere building was already falling down anyway 
because it was all like on fire and burnt and broken and stuff. And nobody likes werewolves in this fandom anyway. So I'm just wondering whether there was a little bit of like letting loose, you know, like scratching that itch of of combat. What high schooler no doesn't watching. what high schooler doesn't want to tear their school down and watch it like mm-hmm. fall to the ground? And like with their brother as well. Like who even even though they had this like issue beforehand, I feel like it's all kind of a little bit more resolved than it has been before. So there's a bit of camaraderie. Yeah. As well. And I just like to think like it, it, like in the blue corner. <laughs> in the red corner. And there's like, let's get ready to rubble. <laughs> rubble. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to think that they're actually like enjoying this fight. Meanwhile, Grace is like, oh my god, I gotta die. Yeah, and then Macy comes through the portal, which Grace says that Macy always comes through the portals last because she has to like be on the other side holding them open. But somehow mm-hmm. Macy has been able to keep the portal open, get through the portal, and is still holding it open but she's starting to like lose the battle and she's talking like i can't hold it anymore and yeah <laughs> it, it to me it's <laughs> just reaching like, through and grabbing a hat last minute yeah yeah i i when she says i can't hold it anymore i'm just thinking like like when you really got to take a poop and you, <laughs> i can't hold yeah. it anymore and then grace grace comes to the rescue and starts siphoning after um, getting up after up off her ass like yeah. everybody else is like superhero posed out of this portal meanwhile grace rather undignified belly flopped backwards yeah. it's almost and like which sounds really uncomfortable she like she almost like has to compensate for such a a clumsy entry by being the one who ultimately saves the day by siphoning everybody's magic one thing that i did like um where she was you know kind of channeling the magic into macy to help her keep the portal open is she described Mm -hmm. trying to identify everybody's individual strings to take some of their magic and she was like kind of describing everybody individually but then the visual where she says like screw it and she just holds out her hand and scoops up all of the strings in one hand it's like when you think of like if you were to grab a bunch of guitar strings and kind of like wrap your hand around them and squeeze them together, that's kind of like how I pictured it. It was, I thought that the visual there was really good. Mm -hmm. Do you know what made me also think that if she wasn't making sure who was who, she also wasn't counting how many she grabbed because she describes this sudden pool of magic, like just ridiculously powerful. She is in the witch court. How many connections did she grab? Oh, like you think that maybe she didn't just grab? Yeah. Oh. Because she she didn't look at who she was kind of reaching for the power form from anymore. And she does have like people in here that she knows, like as connections, even if they were baby Grace. Baby Grace. There's like people there. Yeah. And I'm just wondering whether she just kind of (laughs) scooped up everybody. Grabbed them all. Because the way she described uh, Jackson and Hudson's power was, like, endless compared to the rest of her friends in the Order. But all of a sudden, their power pool is, like, huge. Yeah, I mean, 
it could have clued in because soon after that, the like witches court, like the guards show up. Oh, they so, were angry as well. Yeah. So she could have totally like, or even Sapped the queen. <laughs> yeah. She could have, she could have been, you know, just kind of stealing from everybody in that moment. And nobody would have really known, especially if they'd never experienced that. You know, is that being yeah. like a, a very gargoyle trait that she has? They might be like, what the hell? Yeah. But I was just like, I just remember like thinking like, well, she said that they weren't very powerful. And all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, there is so much power here. Yeah. 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 And like that the, she was t- topping off <laughs> from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also, I, I wrote down, that I was like, wow, like, what is wrong with this, like, earth magic? It's, like, weak as fuck. Every time she, she uses on, it. Yeah, every time she tries to use it, it's like, oh, there's not enough power from from the earth to sustain this. And yet everybody talks about how earth magic is, like, crazy and wild and chaotic. And no, we've not really seen <laughs> much power specifically from the earth. Yeah, and last time she tried to use her earth magic, what what was she doing? It was later in the book she was trying to use it, and it didn't work at all. She was trying to save Flint. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, she couldn't channel any earth magic at all um, while she was trying to save him on the battlefield. Yeah, it's kind of been failing her a lot, other than the one scene in the forest in Covet with the, um, where she, like, channeled the the trees maybe she Which needs to be in be an earth. area with trees yeah or needs to be in an area where like the earth magic was like woken up by the giants the giants use it so therefore they're a bit more receptive yeah it? It, it might just be because she's like in a building full of witches and it's not like a prime place to be channeling it's <laughs> yeah, a good point she's trying to use earth magic and she's in like a bank yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and on the island, I mean, there's trees, but for the most part, it's like sand and... Oh, yeah, it was pretty dead. Yeah, so maybe maybe there wasn't enough there either. Yeah. Oh. Good points. Good points. Um, maybe Grace is just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, as, as she's um, holding this portal open, uh, Hudson and Jackson suddenly, like, jump through. They, they, they squeak an entry <laughs> through this hole. And I was like, oh, you better ready your first aid kit, Grace. They're all cut they're up. Gonna have some, they're going to have some cuts and scrapes. <laughs> better get some plasters out. <laughs> yeah. I said, um, the, I, my, my whole thing with, like, everybody, like, grouped around at that, like, last minute, holding the portal open for just a few more seconds so that they could squeeze through. And I'm like... Oh, it's the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah. Every time we watch um, any kind of movie, me and Scott always say like, oh, it, was, it wasn't about the, uh, oh, like, I can't remember this, the, the saying we just, but it's always about the journey that it, it's about friendship and the friends <laughs> we found along the way. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like always like, yeah, we, we try and we take the piss out of it a little bit. <laughs> it's like the power of friendship. Shall overcome a little bit all. Pokemon-y. <laughs> a little bit Pokemon-y. I was thinking My Little Pony. Friendship, yeah. friendship is magic. Ah, all the ponies they they save everybody with the power of friendship. Yep. And um, as as um, 
the two boys kind of leap through this portal, the portal snaps closed. And for some reason, all the power that Grace has been using, she kind of doesn't really stop it from coming through. <laughs> she just keeps on letting it channel through her and she, it rebounds off of this now closed portal and flings her, like slingshots her across this room, which is one of the best things I can ever see in a movie. I think that's going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah, like a rubber band like, snapping. Everybody's like, oh, my God, they're sipping. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hudson just, just like, like grab, grabs her out of the air. Yeah, she's, well, she says that she's moving so fast, she doesn't even have a chance to grab her platinum string, which that's pretty fast. Yeah. Because I, I would assume yeah. that that's about the, the equivalent of just kind of like thinking about grabbing it. Like it's taking place in your brain, so it should be something that you can quickly do. Yeah. yeah. And it, this makes me like double down on my theory that they were enjoying the fight even more because if he had really like sapped his strength, he would have been a little bit laggy on the capture. Yeah. And I mean, he was still, Jackson was like, he had his hands on his knees and was like panting and Hudson. Yeah, but I feel like it's all like, does a vampire do that? Um, like I like to think of it as like a like they they did that race and they're like, whoa, that was that was we almost we almost didn't make it then like kind of like bravado, but between well, brothers, it was mainly Jackson who was out of breath and maybe it's I mean think about it like if if he just got like a heart transplant like he's, he's <laughs> he probably, did he's had a triple heart bypass <laughs> yeah he's he's still maybe he's still a little exhausted maybe he hasn't quite uh, adapted into his new heart yet and now he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't want to rip any stitches <laughs> yeah <laughs> and hudson meanwhile he's like you know oh my little brother always such it's like oh i've got a so, stitch so dramatic <laughs> hubble 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 and jackson just flips him <laughs> off um, <laughs> but they end up at the witch's court, which we haven't seen yet. We've seen gargoyle court, dragon court, and now we see uh, witch's court. And it's all like big, fancy, elaborate manor type place. Um, and, you know, of course, Macy's like, this is this, this is fine. You know, this is where we need to be. And then, of course, like, the moment that she says that they were going to be safe there, all the guards like just file in and <laughs> start yelling. Yeah, they're like, "We're we're fine. We've we've totally claimed sanctuary." And then immediately, that gets revoked. It's like, no. Yeah, and I how dare you assume? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Grace says what looks to be half of the witch guard, given their uniforms, walks in. And I'm like, what kind of uniforms do the witch guard wear that make you assume that they are the... I just I imagine them walking in, but they have, like, a big, like, W and a G, like, oh, embroidered on the front. Witch guard, clearly. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what was well, the indicator? Like, when was the last time that they were sent out to do anything? Uh, like, there doesn't seem to be very much, like, police regulation about this world. The only, like, authority we seem to have is, like, the prison guards. Yeah, there really isn't. It's not like there's, you know, like, a ministry of magic for these creatures. No. And, like, when Grace and Hudson were arrested, that was the vampires. 
guards. So do they all have their own police and they're just ungoverned? Like <laughs> they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. With their with their own with their own paranormals, you're at the mercy yeah, mercy they, of your court. Yeah. And they don't even need to like set up a convoy to take them to the prison. They just set up a portal and they just land them straight in front of the basilisks. <laughs> do you reckon they were like told like oh an inmate is on its way, or did they just blink? And some person turned up and they're like, okay. They're just sure. already there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just stand there and wait. Yeah. Um, there must be a really boring job when no one's there. How often do they get inmates? Um, I think that the question is more how, I mean, how often do they have free space for the inmates? Because <laughs> it, it seemed like if they were packing so many people together in single rooms... I mean, we're talking, you know, we had Flint and Grace and Hudson and Calder and Remy. Mm -hmm. That's five paranormals in a room. That's That seems like a lot. Maybe they were overcrowding. Yeah. I Damn. don't think they really, give a, really care about ethics or morals. Damn those New Orleans prisons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I really like this interaction Macy has with one of the guards where she doesn't like back down at all. The guard is like, you need to leave. Macy's like, I'm not going to leave. And she, then, she throws in the sass. Yeah. And then and then um, the queen's sister comes in and basically says that she'll, you know, that these children deserve an explanation. And she starts to lead them to the queen. And Macy just like looks at that guard who was trying to turn them down. And it says that she, she shoots the guard a sunshine smile. And I, that's another one of those movie moments where I can just imagine her like, <laughs> yeah. With her I, th I think for, for now, Macy's been this kind of like, quite a meek character. She's confident in the way that she like, kind of carries herself, but I wouldn't say that she's particularly assertive in the way of like Eden is. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, she's in her home territory and it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Macy, she got some backbone. Well, I mean, if it's the one place that she, you know, is like familiar with, like her home has just been destroyed. Her parents are both gone now. And I mean, she goes to the one place that she thinks she's going to be safe. And uh, the second she gets there, they're like, no, this isn't this isn't a place for you 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 can't be here um yeah yeah i, I really Which I, would, I would be really upset by like really upset by because yeah. they haven't even really said that macy on her own can stay like they're a sanctuary for you just not for your friends like normally that would be the case where she's like oh no you either take all of us or none of us but no it's like a no you are not welcome here either like all of you get out yeah, it's almost like if you went to the cops or something and said, like, I need help. And they're like, sorry, can't. No, can't help sorry. You. Get out. You proved too much of a risk. Yeah. Like, yeah. what if the criminals that are after you come near here? <laughs> <laughs> we are not equipped for them. And, um, and then we find out that the, the witch guard are, like, acting on their own kind of instructions and haven't even told the queen that they're there yeah that's kind of which is weird yeah that's not a good not a good uh political system <laughs> no um yeah it was just a very strange like interaction where this like almost uppity little witch that is running the witch guard is like no 
you you have to leave. And then the Queen's like, if they want to see us, they can't see us. I'm imagining she's super old, but I can't really remember what happens in the next couple of chapters. <laughs> All queens are super old in my head. Or Pharaoh. That was a beautiful voice. I love that. <laughs> we are not amused. <laughs> uh, Tea and cucumber sandwiches in the high garden outside. <laughs> Just, you must get through the perilous maze. <laughs> I picture the uh, the freaking the big head queen in the Tim Burton Alice oh, in Wonderland, uh, Queen of Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another Helena Bonham Carter beauty. I I know that one. That's that's <laughs> the sexiest one. <laughs> she's had some strange characters over the years that's that one right there big giant head that's the sexiest yep. one that's the queen of the witch's court so when we get to the next chapter where we are actually encountering her that's how i'm going to picture her um, off with her head <laughs> <laughs> um there's also a really funny interaction um and it reminded me of the interaction in covet when the group was going up to um, the the crone's house and they were talking about like the gingerbread house where they were just kind of bouncing back and forth. And the scene was very similar to that. Um, do you remember like the exact, I, I know you have the one line, but do you remember the exact interaction that they had? Well, um, the witch guard said that if they would try anything like, any funny business kind of deal that they were going to cut out their organs and use them in the most heinous spell. Um, and everybody goes a little bit quiet with the threat. And then I think Flint's like, come on, like what's the worst that they could do? <laughs> and then Darude replies, they said they're going to use our heart for a love spell. <laughs> I was like, well, you think that their most heinous spell is... A love spell. That's dark. And then was it Flint who said, or was it Raphael? One of them said that they would feed... They would they would turn them into a familiar. And then set the familiar on fire. Or no, feed them to their most loyal, loyal familiar and then set the familiar on fire just to prove a point. And then the, uh, the guard said, my familiar or my favorite familiar is an octopus so yep and then somebody else says that theirs was an emu and then macy goes i know witches would have vampire <laughs> as a familiar <laughs> so um where are these people we don't know we don't really meet them but i would love the next scene to be walking in and there's just an emu just off camera i was i was hoping just more for like a vampire on a leash <laughs> some kinky kinky proper, thing proper bdsm yeah 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 a little bit of pony play going on <laughs> the little shoes like who is that <laughs> oh that's that's justin don't worry about him He's... justin and nigel <laughs> justin and nigel i hope nigel's the emu <laughs> that feels like an emu name i like to think that the emu is the daddy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Justin's the guy that's on a leash, and the emu just has this, like, leash in his mouth. <laughs> Justin the vampire. <laughs> and Nigel the emu. It's what? a beautiful love story. <laughs> These You can tell that not a lot happened in the chapters that we read today. 
<laughs> we've had to we've had to take this to its to its own uh, weird, uncomfortable level of storytelling due to lack of actual happenings in the chapters we read. Um, so let's go ahead and get into spoilers. Um, and like we said, the, this is only going to be a spoiler for you if you haven't finished court. But if you have finished court, you should be safe. I don't think that we're going to be covering anything that we talked about in Charm or anything. So no, go ahead. Um, so there was a bit where they are about to walk into this court, I think. It's a bit where they're about to meet the Queen. And Liam says the most tragic sentence of all, which is, well, there's nothing quite like dying for something you believe in. And it made me a little bit sad and in a double I did a double take for two reasons. If he says that and then dies later on and he wasn't the betrayal. Oh. That's awful. Yeah, it's if almost he, it, if he got like killed and it wasn't because he betrayed them at all, it was just he got killed out of some like mind game from Cyrus. Yeah, it reminds me of like I mean <laughs> spoilers for the first season of game of thrones in case you haven't uh caught up with that but it reminds me of like ned stark like you know with up on the platform and basically admitting to treason when he knew that he hadn't done anything mm -hmm. wrong but he was just trying to do what everyone told him to do and you know he ended up getting his head Tried chopped off brave. anyway. Yeah, like he died with everybody thinking that, you know, he was treasonous. And in reality, he was just trying to maintain a tiny bit of his honor. And it's almost yeah. like the same thing where if Liam, I mean, at the same time, it could also be taken another way where Liam might be saying like, you know, maybe he is okay with dying for something he believes in because he believes in Cyrus's cause, but. Which is even worse. Like, why would you say that to the group of people that you're currently with, knowing that your cause does not align with theirs and that you're leading them to their deaths? Right. It's almost like, why would you, why would you out yourself like that? Mm-hmm. It was a really, really weird sentence because they are going to the witch's court to seek sanctuary because they are being hunted to be killed, essentially, or thrown in a dungeon. It's not a cause that they believe in. They're, like, fleeing for their lives. I thought it was in reference, he said that line, in reference to um, why aren't the parents doing anything to reclaim their children? And... Um, basically, they said, like, oh, you know, the, the dragons aren't doing anything because they already have suffered a lot of casualties in the fight and they're kind of doing what the vampire court wants because they're questioning Nuri's leadership now that she doesn't have her heart anymore. And the wolves mm -hmm. are have been guaranteed that their children would be safe and they don't want to do anything to provoke. Um, and th I think that that's where Liam had said that there's nothing quite like dying for something you believe in. So that could have been taken in multiple ways. It could have been taken like... I don't know, like, it's it's worth dying to save your kids, or yeah. 
He also says it as if he knows he's going to die or has died before. Yeah. There's nothing quite like dying. That's a weird way to word that. Yeah. What if he can come back? What if, like... What if that's his superpower? I don't know. What if... Hmm. I don't know. Because, like, like Grace is saying that, like, she's, like, pulling and taking everybody's power. What if his power is huge? It's just... Nobody knows no because... No one's asked him. Yeah, he's such a minor character that it just hasn't come up in conversation. Yeah. I mean, Liam, Byron, and Raphael are, like, the three characters that we... I only know as much about Byron as I do because of the Catmere Academy guide and the bonus chapters talking about, you know, his sad story with his mate dying and him having a little bit more sympathy for Jackson when Grace was in stone because Jackson, like, wanted to keep Grace's little stone statue in his room and everybody was like, "Eh, Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah, I just feel like, like, some... Now we know that Liam is the betrayer. I feel like we're definitely going to just be a bit more attentive to the things that he says and does. So would we, because last episode we, we, he had one bad boy point, which was with the poofing of the wolves where he was just shocked that Hudson had that power. So he had one naughty boy point. Do we consider this his second naughty boy point? No, no. I, I, I think this is just a really odd thing to say. Um, and it could be that he was being coerced by Cyrus and kind of just knew that he was being forced. It could also just be a, a, a thing that he just says because of the situation that he's in. And he it is right. There is nothing quite like dying about, like, for something that you believe in. If the people around you are like, nah, we'd rather not. Yeah. Just, um, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was a very strange thing for a 17-year-old boy to say to his friends when they were fleeing for their lives. And they had literally watched someone just get murdered brutally in front of them because they believed in the same cause. Yeah. So it could also be a reflection on Maurice's death. That's true. That's true. Because Maurice obviously did believe in in the cause in trying to help Cyrus. She's she's yeah. a, a bit of a loyalist to the vampires, which, you know, kind of sucks, especially since she hasn't really done anything that would give indication that she's got, you know, any particular sway towards. I mean, it's it's. No. A, a it also of- does make me wonder, like, right, right back in Crave, did she ever, like, send messages to Cyrus because she'd done tests on Grace whilst she was in the infirmary and just didn't tell Grace what she was? Did – it wasn't her. It was Amka who had said something – who was like, well, you know, you – I don't think you're human. Like, it was always Amka who said things like that. Maurice didn't. Amka did. And, you know, I always thought when we heard about the betrayal, I was almost positive. Oh, that yeah, it, yeah. We, we, we did this whole thing, didn't we, about yeah, Amka? Yeah, we thought for sure it was going to be Amka. But who we, isn't in court at all? No, I don't think so. I don't think that we even hear about her. I mean, unless she's locked in the cells. But again, it wasn't a specific rescue of her either. Like, she wasn't mentioned no so 
I don't know. We'll have to keep, we'll have to keep, you know, now that we know, first read through of court, we didn't know it was Liam. We we suspected Makai, we suspected Amka. Um, but now that we know who it is, I think it's a lot easier to start picking things apart. I, I was very positive that it was Makai. Um, and I think it was because somebody had mentioned that Mackay's uh, schooling was paid for by Cyrus himself. But then somebody said that it was actually Liam's schooling that was paid for by Cyrus. So I, either way, I can't remember offhand. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Little details that get lost along the way. Um, <laughs> but, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um we will keep you posted on whenever our, our Cherish episode is going to be. I have to go out, you know, the day that the books are released. I usually hit up uh, Walmart and Barnes & Noble and Target so that I can attempt to get all of the different copies. Um, so it will probably take us, you know, about a week or so to read through the whole thing. That way we're able to do the episode. Um, so we'll let you know when to expect that. But thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.